Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, right here in selfdiscoverymedia.com, and my wonderful repeat guests are Drs. Shelley and Tom Negolo. Today, our topic is about relationships, how to respect them, how to save them, how to ignite them, reunite them, uh, and not just kind of throw in the towel and walk away, or maybe recognize sometimes that the towel has to be thrown in. They have had a very, 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 very long, wonderful marriage, but they also had their rocky point. And this is where they learned that uh, what they needed to do to come back to each other. And now it has become their teachings and they help other couples find their way back to love. And where does it all start for folks? I think that it actually starts with self. It's very hard to get other people to love you if you do not know how to love yourself. And that's very easy to lose along the way. You know, when we fall in love, it's that ethoric thing. You can't live without them. You want to be with them every second of the day. You can't get enough of them. And then either life intervenes or you maybe find out you weren't that in tuned. I don't know. It's just whatever the relationships are. But um, one of the things that really is the foundation of it all is respect for one another amongst many other things. And would you say that that is perhaps what has been your glue? Never mind the love, but the respect for one another. Welcome back, Shelley and Tom. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having us, Sarah. This is a joy. <laughs> Talking about relationships. Yeah. I mean, how long have you two been married? Well, it's 49 years this year, which means that I got married when I was two years old. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, your child bride. She'll make her 51, but that's okay. <laughs> Got to admit to that half century, right? I'm not going there. <laughs> For anybody to reach anywhere near that, you know, it's... Um, it's not la la land, you know, you know, everybody thinks that getting married and falling in love, and it's the forever after, and we're going to live in the twilight zone. And it's not reality, is it? You know, that just like a business, it takes work. Yes. And the thing you said about respect, um, it not only is respect necessary as a foundation, love is certainly part of that foundation. But even more than respect, you have to, who are you respecting? Mm. Personality, the job that they have, the, how they look, exactly what is, it are you, what is it that you are respecting? And in order to respect someone, you really got to know who they are. Mm. You have to find out who they are. And that's where a relationship really begins, I think. Do you think it's something we lose along the way, Shelley? That we kind of, you know, in, in the merging of two people into a life that's somewhere along the line, we kind of lose our own identity? 
You know, I think that's so true. I think we lose our identity even in the early, early mm -hmm. stages of the relationship because we're caught up in the illusion of the ecstasy. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with the ecstasy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, would we love to have it forever. Well, we can, but we have to shift our focus mm. and learn that our lives aren't based in an illusion, mm -hmm. not based on our perception. You know, one of the things that I was, that I grew up with that actually saved my life in so many ways was I lived in the fairy tale of happily ever after with the Disney movies. Yes, yes, yes. And Cinderella. so many Here young comes women prince. did, right? <laughs> and it was sure lovely, very yeah. wonderful stuff. And someday my prince will come. Mm -hmm. And in fact, he did. However, I knocked him off his horse very <laughs> early in the relationship. And he was being dragged bloody through the streets. And I couldn't understand how come the relationship wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Because I based it in an illusion to begin with. Right. Yes. And I mean, it's so easy to see, you know, we're brought up with the Disney and other people are brought up, you know, Disney's still going and all those love stories are there, except for kind of slightly changing now where women are becoming more liberated and, and, you know, making choices. So it's going with the times, but then you've got the other side of the things of, you know, the housewives of where you see, and the kind of rich housewives that just seem to be constant train wrecks, utterly miserable, cat fighting all the time. And then people say, is that what a wife is meant to be? You know, so I think it's confusing times for young people right now to actually know what is truly a relationship. Yeah. So first you have to stop listening to all those things because yes. they're all based they're all based on illusion. They're all based on a lie. And it's, you know, it's media, it's television. Yeah. yeah. So it's meant to entertain and, and sell, uh, uh, sell advertising space. That's why it's there. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to ignore all that. Uh, because it just, in a, in a true relationship, in a partnership, just isn't real. Mm -hmm. But again, the most important thing, like you said in the beginning, is to discover a place in yourself who you are. What is it you want in life, where you want your life to go, how it is you want your life, and your most, more importantly with this, how you want your relationship to be. Mm -hmm. And not, not from all the illusions from your parents or Disney that you've learned and heard, how things are supposed to be, how you truly want them to be. And you have to start from that place. Otherwise, you're going at it from you know, from, from a wrong angle, you're going at it from what you think it should be rather than how it feels. Yeah, the expectation of it rather than the reality of it. Yeah, the illusion of the, the, the expectation based on illusion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of what is right, you know, leave it to be even, and, you know, all of these, um, you know, yeah. barefoot well, pregnant in, in, the, in the kitchen. In, <laughs> in that case, you should leave it to beaver. <laughs> relationships are hard to have with anyone else if you don't have a good relationship with yourself and so many people are looking for someone to complete them right an impossible task absolutely you know that is our job isn't it we need to complete us somebody can enhance you 
support you, love you, see you in a different light to show yourself. But that completion is our job for ourselves, not for someone to come in and fix us. Yeah, you, that's real important. Mm -hmm. Because when I, one of the illusions I think us human beings have is someone is going to come along and make us whole mm -hmm. somehow. And that's impossible. You can't ever get enough love from somebody else to be, to be convinced that you love yourself. Yeah, good statement. If then. you're looking for somebody else to, for you to have that experience within yourself, you're, you're never going get, to get there. And it's always going to be very difficult. And those are, those are treacherous waters to be in. Mm -hmm. not that you not that you can't when you when you find somebody and you love somebody you want to have a relationship that doesn't mean you can't you can't be around them because you haven't discovered yourself yet certainly when Shelley and I began our relationship we were clueless we were first of all we were children number one but number two two, two even, and three we, right yeah, yeah really. <laughs> um but even with that we went on the road to discovering who you were, mm -hmm. even though in those early years. Um, so that's, um, that's how you create a partnership is by really getting who you are and getting the other person. You don't have to go off by yourself to the Himalayas and live in a cave for 20 years to discover that who you are. Right. Right. In fact, it's more powerful when you can find somebody you can do with it, do that with together. And somebody that's kind of in discovery of you while you are discovering you. Yeah. You know, because then it becomes that reflection, you know, how that person starts interacting with you is an acknowledgement of how you're interacting with yourself. And so in a lot of ways, it mirrors you know, how we're feeling. So if you are, you know, an animal will do this, right? If your animal starts getting stressed out or misbehaving, it's picking up on that negative energy and, and it's playing up. And, you know, we go and blame the animal. But what about the energy we're putting out there? So in a relationship, if we've got discord within ourselves and we're not willing to resolve it or ask our partner to help us, you know, speak to it, we're going to impose it on our partner and very often the angst between couples are outside exposures of just not being able to handle something <laughs> i'm laughing sarah because it's so well put uh you know we are reactive to whatever the issues are that we haven't resolved within ourselves mm -hmm. and we project them onto that other person now that other person may also have issues that have a similar feeling to what we're upset about. And so we get tangled up with each mm. other over issues that we haven't dealt with within ourselves. Yeah. And it looks like it's all about the other person. I'll tell you, when things fell apart in my marriage, I was sure it was Tom's fault because I was the perfect person. <laughs> After all, women are perfect, aren't they? <laughs> You know, we can do everything. We're powerhouses. Right, exactly. You know, and you know, my husband, he's, well, he's in the middle of whatever he's in the middle of, but it's not my problem. It's definitely his. Right. Yeah. Wait, wait, remember the, the finger pointing, the three pointing back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Take onus. <laughs> yeah. And the thing that changed it for us uh, when we were in the middle of those years, and that was about 15 years into the marriage, was I actually woke up one day 
and realized that I was projecting into the relationship stuff I'd never healed in my childhood. Right. Stuff, especially around my father. But when I saw it and it was such a vivid experience, I woke up in the middle of it and said, Oh, well, if I set it in motion this way, if I created it this way, I can uncreate it and I can create it a whole different way. Right. I can find out how to do it. And that's when I went to Tom because we were talking about divorce seriously at the time. Mm-hmm. And we were all upset, including our children who were very young at the time. And I said, listen, I want to stay in the, in the relationship. I'd like to work this out and create a whole new way of interacting with each other. How about you? Mm-hmm. And my answer was, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> because at that, at that point, I really didn't know where I was with it. Right. Other than the, other than the pain. Right. You're and, caught up so much in the emotion. It's hard to kind yeah. of have any clarity, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the, absolutely the experience of love was there but very little of the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So at least we had that foundation. Yeah. Um, and then I looked at myself and looked at what I wanted in my life. And the thing that tipped, it, tipped the scales for me was I did not want to live away from my children. Mm-hmm. So that, that for me was the, the most important thing. So anything, anything else, you know, we can work out. And so going into repairing the relationship, that's, that's the place I was. Yeah. Willing to look and see my part in it, what was working for me in the relationship, what wasn't working for me, what I was doing that wasn't working for her. And over a number of years, we, we started to develop the things and, and re, reconnect the partnership mm. and make it a, a real partnership where we were both for each other. Yeah, not against each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many relationships we see and people come into the relationship uh, seminar that we that we do. uh, And almost there, it's almost adversarial. You know, and as they look at their lives and look at what they're doing to themselves and each other, they start to realize this isn't about the other person. This is stuff in my life that I haven't cleared yet. And in fact, that's what we teach. We, we teach them how to look at that in a way that's, that's positive, in a way that's helpful to get through it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, that that's so important. Uh, you know, I am divorced. Um, I knew the marriage was, was definitely broken down. I wanted to try and fix it. For me, I wanted a partner for life. You know, I wondered, what are we going to do in our twilight years when the kids leave home? What are we going to do? And unfortunately, there was no vision on that side. There was, it was almost like you'd already dismissed me. And there was not a willingness to come to the table. It was still always my fault. And I'm going to take onus, you know. Um, I allowed him to kick me. I gave him the boots, you know. I didn't have enough strength and courage in myself until I did. And then, you know, when the arguments happened, I used to say, take it up with your mirror. It's the only one interested. And I stopped feeding into it and then started, you know, kind of, this is your problem. Don't impose it on me. And he basically, I had, <laughs> I had um, worked with a woman who had removed some past lives, a woman who used the pendulum. 
And when I did ask my husband for a divorce, this is what he said word for word is that bloody pendulum woman. She took the control I had over you away from me. Now, if your marriage is based on control, then it's not based on love. And you, how can you repair something that hasn't got at least I like Welcome you Welcome to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where we discover the communities that yeah, are making a difference in the lives of others. Our well, self-discovery is something when we are I all making in the middle of all the craziness and realize that you I was responsible. That will be your guidance. That's when I began to let go your inspiration. That will be I've been working on letting go of my control your my entire life. adult life. Do enjoy since I our next up. show is and uh, the thing that's really important for relationship is taking responsibility for your own life. Yeah. Whether you like it, whether you don't like it, doesn't make any difference. What are you going to create from it right. that's going to move you forward in your life? And I think that's where most people get caught up. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that they forget and they don't realize is that we're much bigger than each of us individually. Mm-hmm. Tom and I spent a number, a number of months and probably several years actually taking time to heal ourselves individually, Mm -hmm. then came back into the marriage and discovered who we were together from a whole different place. Right. From your wholeness, right? From your wholeness. Mm -hmm. From your wholeness. And eventually we came to who we are as a couple. We actually came to the experience of who we are, our purpose, if you will, Mm -hmm for creating and being in life together rather than basing our lives just on, you know, working, paying the bills, taking care of the children and all the things that we do, which are quite honorable and very important, but there's more to our lives. And we don't notice that because we get so caught up in the circumstances that we don't realize that there is this common energy that we share when we come together. Mm -hmm. That's always there that we can actually address and empower and use to create a life that we love right. as a partnership. Mm-hmm. And we actually came into that. And so that's what we teach is we teach how do you use the experience of the relationship to be in the world, to create the quality of life you want together. Yeah. In, in other words, what are you building together? That's bigger than the relationship. Mm. More solid. Yeah. yeah. It gives your, your foundation for everything. Right. right. Yeah. You know, how, how far have you rooted? You know? Yeah. I, I have what I do and, and my purpose and intentions in life. Shelly does also, has, has the things she does. And we come together and look at where are we taking this relationship? What is this relationship building? Not just me as an individual, her as an individual. She supports me. I support her. That goes without saying. But how are we both supporting, if you will, the energy of the relationship to create in the world, to build something in the world that makes a difference? Yeah, it's it's so the it's the you, one, I, and us, isn't it? It's you've yeah. got to both be the I in order to be the us. Yes, and it's it's an energetic thing. It's a hmm. feeling that you have of the relationship. That's one of the that's one of the secrets for staying together for a long time. I just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in today's uh, in today's world, women are 
wanting so much to be very independent. I certainly was in the early days before I met Tom. I thought that the way to go in life was to be independent. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're, not, we're creatures of connecting with each other yeah. and creating relationships. That's our natural way, whether we acknowledge it or not. And one of the, the misunderstandings for women who want to be very powerful in their lives and powerful out in their careers and so on, they miss that they actually become even more powerful when they have a true partnership in relationship. Yeah. They expand even greater beyond themselves. Oh. And they don't see it because most people don't model it in relationship. Or right. if they do, it's quite quiet and it's not noticed so much. I have a, a tattoo on my shoulder that my kids gave me when I turned 50 and it, it's two butterflies forming a one butterfly. And it's based on the Celtic runes Gifu. And I believe in North America, they call it Gibu, the gift of partnership, the X. So it is the coming together of myself, being myself and my children and the relationship I have with them. It's neither one of yes. us losing identity, but it's that right. we make a different whole when we individually come together. Exactly. And so there's an energetic connection and energetic experience that, is be, that encompasses all of you, but is a, a separate entity or a separate energy unto itself mm -hmm. that has to be nurtured. And yeah. you experience that directly. Yeah. I mean, you know, like most women, I, you know, I went down the road, you know, everything was... I don't know if it's the age or just the culture or just me, um, you know, have to be of service. I, I'm, I'm like that. That is what drives me. I have to be of service. I have to put things out there that will be a contribute, you know, to in some form or way. And when I get lost in relationships by doing more than I should, uh, giving more than I should, and, you know, I may, maybe it stifles people or you know, I get lost because I'm so busy trying to please. Fortunately now, you know, I've reached that grand old age where I can now be happy to be me without any apology. And you could take me or leave me, but I'm not compromising me. And I think that's the important thing is that know who you are and know what you give. You're giving from that place of love and, and generosity and conviction. But at the same time, don't lose yourself in the relationship. Oh, no. Yeah, if you're losing yourself, then what you're attempting to accomplish really isn't going to be effective. Oh, Not I really. Vouch for that. Certainly there isn't going to be satisfaction for yourself no. in your life. No. I, th I think the other thing that people don't realize too is, you know, you hear the statement, oh, she's not the woman I married. No, let's hope not. Let's hope she's evolved and explored life. Let's hope you have. And each of you individually explore your journeys in life and you come together and share them. And how can you unite those experiences in your togetherness? We don't want people to be the same as when they first got married. We want people to grow. And really a relationship should be cheering each other on and encouraging each other on, on our own self-exploration. That's the richness of coming together in the energy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Now, you know, Tom, you talked about both of you are doing different things, and this is 
our fourth show, I think, Shelley. Um, yeah. And you know, you've 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 got your 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 women summit. So you're all about for 30 years now, being supporting women and in, in becoming themselves and embracing their femininity, embracing who they are as beautiful creatures. And of course, Tom, you represent Kuthumi. Um, you know, three wonderful. I know your gurus, mentors, gods, uh, and they come and they speak through you. And so each one of you have your own individual platforms. But then because of going through the relationships, you decided also to come together as relationship coaches because each one of you are bringing a yin yang. Not only are you bringing in the experience of going through this and what worked for you, but you're also each bringing your own ingredients to a combined dish that then benefits anybody who partakes. Yes, yes, that's that's exactly how we approach our relationship coaching and how how that started and and where we get the the things that we do and and um support people with the information we have is we looked at what we did and what it took to become a partnership mm. actually sat down and over a number of i guess years really uh, tore it apart looked at okay what did we do how did this happen how did we communicate through it? What did we do individually? What did we do together? And it's from those experiences and from the, the method that we use to bring our relationship together, that's what we teach from. We teach from the experience yeah. of going from things are crazy mm -hmm. to do a true partnership. The best so teachers. Went, the best yeah. teachers. Those that have gone through it. Yeah. Sure. And... Um, it, it, so it, it doesn't take as long as we took to do it. We took quite a long time. So the, going through the relationship workshop really is a couple of weekends and uh, some other training, and you'll get the you get the basics. Now, mm. like anything else, you got to practice. Yeah, you have to practice with yourself. You have to practice with your partner, and those are the things we teach. It's also, you know, it's not, as you say, a couple of weekends and here are some tools, go and practice it. And now you're going to sit an exam and it's over with. This is something of integrating it into your lifestyle. This is something that becomes a part of you that you're bringing to the relationship. So it's a co complete change of mindset, heart set, soul set and practice, isn't it? Yes. And it goes deeper and deeper the more you do it, hmm. the more you have those realizations and at some point, there's a turnover where rather than practicing or trying to do it, mm -hmm. efforting, it just happens. Yeah. It just happens naturally in the energy between the two of you. Uh, it, ha and it happens easily within yourself. That's you know, when the relationship becomes a true partnership. Right. And you don't have to struggle anymore with it. You know, and, and, you know, people again, you know, I want to want back what we had in the beginning. You, you're not going to get that, that same kind of intoxicating euphoria, you know, but what you are going to get is something that is just so much more deeply rooted that can weather the wind and the storms. You know, I think one of the things I miss the most in, in not having relationship is that companionship. You know, Shelley, you're, you're leaning into Tom. You know, and you can just feel, you know, the love aura between you. And you know that it's one of respect, it's one of love, but that wonderful sense of companionship, you know, of togetherness. And I miss that. I miss that more than anything. But people, it's not about, 
um, the raising of the children, each other's careers, all your, you know, the sex in your relationship, although that's important, it's about how can you sit with each other in silence and hear each other? Very so. Oh my goodness. Just to listen and to be heard for whatever it is that you communicate mm -hmm. and vice versa. Very, very essential. And then, you know, creating what do you want to create from that? You know, Tom and I are always looking at what's next. What are we going to create from whatever it is that we're involved in at the time? And, uh, and that's the juice of, uh, of creating. Mm -hmm. You know, taking the present outcome, the present circumstances, the present experience, and creating whatever it is you choose to create without limitation. Or expectation. Yeah. Or expectation. And, and even if you, if you like what's going on, fine. If you don't like what's going on, fine. Um, the, the question you have to keep asking yourself is, what am I creating with this? When in a relationship, what are we creating with this? Oh, because why? Little, why are you it, creating? What's, what's, what are you wanting to get out of it? You know, the why yeah. is important. Yeah, well, the why for, for us is that's just, that's how we are. It's what we do. It's our passion. So we keep looking at what is it we're creating. And sometimes we don't know, which is okay, because as we keep working at it, mm -hmm. we'll find that out. So... Um, whatever the circumstances are, and it's easy to get caught up in the circumstances. We live in a three-dimensional world and you got kids and cars and wives and husbands and, and dogs and all that stuff. And bills. <laughs> yeah. And so just for a moment, take that away and look at, okay, what am I really passionate about and what am I creating with this? And just keep looking, just keep asking yourself that and ask your partner and work on it together and see where he or she is and create from that, create a true partnership in what are you building together? I think it's also know your chapters. You know, I have three children. I was mostly a stay at home mom. Um, you know, that was my job to raise three children, be the neighborhood mom. You know, uh, they couldn't go into sports or events without me because they had to rely 100% on me. And I, I, you know, had the gift of being able to be their mom. It, it is work. It's 24-7. You don't take weekends off or evenings off. You know, you are on the job all the time. That right. was, yeah, that was it. Yeah. You are in. Yeah. But that was my chosen path. I desperately wanted to be a mother. And I poured myself into motherhood. I loved every minute of it, even the, you know, the oh my god moments <laughs> that you get um and you want to know that 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 your spouse is is there with you each one of you will have a different strength it's don't play against each other play off each uh, each other with the children you know uh, mom and will have this role dad will have that role of uh, okay you handle that one i'll handle this one or this means i need to step in on this and no i'm gonna handle this on this way and it's that look at it as a business transaction you know that you can't have two ceos who are both doing the same thing you need to know who is good at what and who is good at the other respect each other's input back each other up and then when those children kind of leave the coop and now it's like okay it's my turn what am i going to do for myself now and that's where you know the spouse needs to kind of say okay 
start flapping your wings. Go and explore. If you haven't already, go and explore. Be there for each other, no matter what the chapter of life is about. Yep, that's exactly right. It's echo, echo what, what you said. Um, I think it might be a good time to bring in Katumi um, and have him speak about relationship. Mm-hmm. If you have a couple of questions, you know, please. Or yes. Shelly might ask something and we'll just see where we go, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just to let people know that haven't seen you before, that you are going to go into um, a trance and you are going to be um, a different person coming out speaking in a different way and you're channeling. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, just so that they know, I'm a trance channel, mm-hmm. which means I go into a deep meditative trance and I have no recollection of what's been said uh, or what the questions are or the answers. Um, I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't have any hearing. I just go to black and some little bit later I come back into my body. Mm-hmm. Um, Katumi is the energy of uh, St. Francis of Assisi. Pythagoras and the Shah Jahan. Shah Jahan is the Indian leader who built the Taj Mahal. Um, And I speak, the energy of those three is unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm called the voice of unconditional love for that reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the speaking is, for me, for us, very profound. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it gives a lot of insight into some of the things that we're wondering and not sure about but gives an insight from a different energetic point of view rather than if you can ask me a question, I'll give you Tom's answer because that's all I got. Right. Yeah. If you yeah. ask the, the same question to Katumi, uh, it'll be different because Katumi is a different energy than this personality, Tom. Mm-hmm. So I put my personality aside. I put all of that aside in trance and that pure energy just moves through me and, and speaks. Wonderful. Yeah. Just so you know, uh, the energy comes through as the personality of the Shah Jahan. So it's as if a a little Indian man is (laughs) sitting here and speaking profoundly without any judgment in an an Indian accent. But very articulate as we had in our last show together. Yes, very profound and very articulate. So I'm looking forward to this. Thank you. You want to stay in the picture or? I'm going to get out of the picture, but I may ask a question depending mm-hmm. on what you have to ask. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Okay. I'll see you in a little bit. Ciao for now. Well, good day to you, my dear. Good day to you. And how are you on such a fine day that this is? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful to be speaking with you again. Very good. So let us speak for a bit. 
about what this thing called partnership and relationship is about, you see. How do you make a partner? How you make a partner is first by agreeing to be partners, you see. Then the next thing is to talk about the partnership, talk about the experience that you are, the experience of who you are, and the vibration of who you are in your body and your thinking and all of that. And more importantly, listen to the partner, the other person from the same energy that they are within you, you see. What happens in partnership is energy is exchanged at the experiential level. Now, in partnership, in even just a relationship, this happens as well. But in partnership, what the difference is, is that the energy is brought into the vibration of who you are, and your energy is brought into the vibration of the person you are partnering with, you see. So there is a commonality, an understanding, a feeling within each of you of each other, you see. Now, do not confuse this with passion. Do not confuse this with, uh, shall we say, overwhelmed feelings for another person, and it's wonderful and terrific, and that is fine to have. That is fun to play with. But it is not the true experience of the vibration of another. It is an exciting experience, yes. But in order to experience anything, what is necessary? What is necessary for experience is to bring it into the world. If you're sitting alone in a mountaintop for 30 years and meditating, you may be having a great experience, but it is useless on the mountaintop by itself. And you're not truly experiencing that energy. You must go into town with the energy. You must climb down the mountain and go into town. What is about you? What is occurring? Now, how are you going to use the energy, the vibration of who you are in the world? Because the world is where everything exists. It is nice to sit on a mountaintop for a time, but nothing gets done other than perhaps within yourself, but then you have to do something with it. Otherwise, it is a waste of time. You see? Mm -hmm. So, you've got to be in the world, same as relationship. You can sit on the top of a mountain together and enjoy each other's company and conversation and like each other and love each other and have passion and compassion and all of those wonderful things. But by itself, it is not enough. That's why so many relationships start out with a great thing and then ultimately become difficult because you are sitting on the mountain of an illusion called what you think a relationship should be. Well, you've got to find the truth in the relationship, who you are in the relationship, who the other person in the relationship is, exchange and share that vibration 
and then you must come down off the mountain to do something. What are you going to do? You see, the purpose of a relationship is not to relate. That will happen just in the process of being in the world with it. You see, you cannot work enough on a relationship to have it have meaning. It must have meaning in reality. Mm -hmm. You see, and once you discover this meaning, then the relationship truly becomes a partnership. Do you see? Yeah. Very good. And so upon the questions in this time. When somebody has been hurt in a relationship, there is a trust factor in ever embracing a new relationship. What advice would you have for someone who is just a little tentative about seeking a new relationship, getting over the trust or yes. the betrayal of trust? Well, the thing you must trust, of course, is in yourself. Now, what does this mean? Easy to say this. Well, trust yourself. Yes, very interesting. But what does it truly mean? What it means is you have done the necessary work, the introspection, if you will, so that you are in your life whole and complete. There is nothing lacking. There is no lack of love for the self. The love for the self is fully experienced and expressed in the world, in the universe, in God's love, you see. And so when you are in this state of being, what could possibly hurt you? You see, nothing can come between you and this experience because nothing has given it to you. You have given it to yourself. The only one who can take it is you. Right. you mm -hmm. So it is an illusion that somebody can take the love from you. Well, they can stop loving you. Yes, that is possible. But they cannot take the love you are for yourself from you. That is not possible. It is given to you with the cells of your body and the vibration of the universe within you, you see. When you realize this, then you can go into the world and go into another relationship, not trying to defend something, mm -hmm. but expressing yourself fully, very simply asking yourself, in this relationship, is it supporting the vibration I am in the world, or is it not? And we suggest if it is not, don't do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're seeing so many people today choose to go through life alone, being content with who they are and what they're doing with themselves and not to partner up. Is this going to be something we're going to see more of in the future, where people choose not to have a partner in life? Well, we do not know what is going to happen in the future. But we can tell you from which this thing comes, you see. Mm -hmm. You have been hurt, or a person doing this has been hurt in relationship, you see. In some way that they have been um, uh, disorganized, disunited, however, uh, with somebody they had um, passion for. So they say to themselves, well, I don't need another person. No, you do not need another person. But why not get together with another person as a partner, whether intimate or not, makes no difference, and live your life this way. You see, not that you depend on them, not that you have to have them, but another can support you however the relationship is, you see. 
another can come into your life and support you in who you are, you see, and how you even expand further past what it is you might be able to do on your own, you see. Mm -hmm. So when you explore this possibility now, you are expanding the vibration of who you are in the world. Katumi, I have a question here. Yes. Uh, that has to do with, well, if you don't have a relationship, how do you create one that's going to be appropriate for you, that's harmonious with who you are? Yes. Well, by practice. Very simply, what you do is first, of course, as we have said many times, discover the vibrational energy within of who you are, you see. Then you go looking about around others. You speak to others. You interact with others, you see. And the more clear you are in the vibration of self, what will happen is you will have a physical, emotional vibration of the other person, you see. So you very simply ask the self, is the vibration of this other harmonious and consistent with that which it is I wish to create in my life and as a partnership, you see? Now, time to time, you will make a mistake. You'll think, oh, this is the perfect person. And it turns out they are not. Well, it is part of the three-dimensional world. Mm -hmm. And what has happened is you have learned, you have felt, you have experienced a vibration that is not consistent. Good. You have learned from this. Mm -hmm. So the next one that comes about that has the same vibration, you go, no, this is not working. I already experienced this. And then the more you do this, the more you're in the world, because that is the only way to create a, a harmonious vibration partnership. Then indeed, it might be that you come across one who is, you see. Mm -hmm. Merely by being in the world, doing what you do, creating what you create, see, you can come to this. There are some people who dedicate their lives to their calling. Their partnership is what they're here to do. They were not designed or they were not here to have a relationship partnership with a person, but with a calling of what they're doing. Would you consider that a partnership in itself? Well, that is creating from the passion that you are. This is quite remarkable and necessary to have a true sense of peace and wholeness within. Mm -hmm. see. But the truth is, even if it is a casual partner, a friend, an acquaintance, somebody you have lunch with from time to time, all of these are relationships that feed the vibration of self. Although you may not have, uh, let us call it a main partnership or an intimate partnership, whatever, you see, you are still in relationship with others. You cannot not be. See. Yeah. So everything is based in relationship with self and with whoever we interact or with whatever we're interacting with. Yes. This is the basis of the human vibration and the experience of universal energy that is one within all human beings. Very good. So the more we open up to that energy, the better we are going to be and the more we're going to contribute to other relations. Yes, exactly. Because when you are self in the world, you are one with everything and everyone. Yes, very good. Thank you, Katuna. Also. Thank you very much. And so, my dears, until the next of our coming.
Peace to you and his tongue. And to you. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> you spoke very profoundly. <laughs> well, Katumi did. I wasn't here. <laughs> You're taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, Actually, what do you go through when this is happening? I, you know, you say you go to black, but... Yeah, there's no know? feeling. I have no memories. I don't go anywhere, at least that I'm, I'm aware of. I have no awareness. Um, just exactly, it's, you know, you turn the TV off and there's a black screen and then you turn it back on and there's stuff. So you're not even acknowledging kind of the missing time. No, there's no, there's no experience of that at all. There's no Wonderful, incredible. But there is an imprint <clears throat> he's left with, with the experience. Mm. So you know how it feels, even though you don't know what was spoken about. Not consciously. Right. It comes out in different ways, in conversations, mm. in who he is, how he teaches. It impacts him personally so it's a kind of a subconscious thing rather than a conscious thing yeah yeah um there are times when shelly and i'll be teaching and i'll come up with something and i'll say i never thought of that before and she said oh, to me channel that you know a month ago okay. <laughs> i'm always the last to know in other words well, at least you know, right? When it's the yeah. last one to the day, yeah. well, at least I'm you know. For that. Yes. <laughs> I think people forget that actually relationships, everybody looks at a relationship with, you know, the significant other. But, you know, the reason I asked the question about a relationship with a calling, there are so many people who have dedicated their lives to something. And that is their relationship to whatever it is they're here to do. And that calling, you know, that's where their energy and their passion is. That's what ignites other energies around them. In many, many ways, that is their spouse. It feeds them, they feed it, and they get just as much satisfaction out of it as they would in a traditional relationship. Yes, yes. Um, you, can have, you can have that kind of partnership with yourself mm -hmm. that passionately moves you to whatever it is um, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and we all have a relationship with that. Mm -hmm. um, if you're passionate about anything, you go into the light, into your life, even if you're not aware of it. If you're, you know, just a, you know, you go to the job because you got to pay the bills and you got kids you got to feed and, mm -hmm. and, you know, the husband does this and you do that. Um, there's still a relationship you have with yourself and an honoring of the things in the relationship that you said you were going to do. Yeah. What we're talking about is taking it a step beyond that, beyond the day-to-day, -day, what people do in their relationship. Taking it to a place where not only do you do those things, but you also discover the passion in yourself, the passion in, you, in each other, and determine how you're going to bring that into the world. Mm -hmm. And that's where... Um, that's where I think and see people really grow, <laughs> grow beyond what they, what they thought they could and where they thought they would be. And it's wonderful to watch that. Yeah. 
Yes. I mean, the more awesome you are, which you, of course is in your teachings, Shelley, you know, igniting the awesomeness in people, you know, that discovery of, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could be that. I didn't know I was this much. You know, the more we become in ourselves, the more we exude that out to other people. So anybody, no matter what the relationship is that you have with everyone, is going to benefit from it, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we become clear in ourselves, it impacts that other person if they're open to it, mm -hmm. if they're open to the experience, and it actually can support them in expanding their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. So we impact thousands of people over right. a lifetime. That the wonderful ripple effect that goes out, right? You know, yeah, yeah it's, um, I mean, you know, we've talked a lot about energy and frequency and things like this, but people don't realize it that in it's the invisible energy that we don't see. It's not something you plug in, you know, and we're not downloading it. Well, we are downloading it, but, you know, it is, we are the energy. And that, en we, and that energy that we are in, in, in that passion, in that conviction, in that love of life, in, in love of what, our, what we do and why we do it, is the energy that's resonating out there. And it, you know, it can ignite something in someone else. It's not for us to dictate, oh, you must press this button and press that button and become. It's an invitation for other people, isn't it? To ignite something inside of them an energy that they didn't even know that was there. It was being waiting for the, you know, for someone just to switch on the switch. And that's the power of true connection with one another. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we were talking earlier about the beginnings of a relationship where it's so wonderful mm -hmm. and ecstatic and all of that. Well, one of the things that I have found in the relationship with Tom over the years is that the ecstasy has transformed into something even deeper mm -hmm. because there's such a richness to it that although it was very exciting in the beginning, still has an excitement, but there's a depth to it. Yeah. There's a depth of the vibration of the yeah. connection that is just extraordinary that carries us into everything that we do in our lives. Yeah, it's, it's that connection of the soul, isn't it? You know, um, Absolutely you know, the soul and heart are resonating on, on the same good vibrations, you know. And as I said, when you can sit with someone in silence and you're still speaking to one another, you know, because it's that, that wonderful energy that is connecting. You don't need to be having a dialogue. It, just being in each other's presence, you feel each other. You are communicating. That's exactly right. Yes, communicating is a vibrational experience. Mm -hmm whether speaking or not, we still, we still communicate with each other. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a profound experience of a partnership when you sometimes, when you have those experiences over time, or if they're even just short kind of blips, mm -hmm. you know, very often, I mean, very often, Shelly will think about somebody and maybe that later that day or the next day they'll call Mm -hmm. or even a few minutes later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I very yeah. often know when the son is calling or my daughter is calling mm -hmm. or, you know, a, de a dear friend is calling. Oh, that's so-and-so. And, -so. and all, almost always it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're picking up the signature. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. so, it's, so a partnership is at that same level. Yeah. A partnership is knowing who the other person is 
and their experience profoundly and deeply. And then again, I keep harping on this, what we do, is that now what are you going to do with it? Yeah. What are you going to build with it? Um, yeah. That's the most important thing is bringing that into the world. Yeah. yeah so, and the value of each other, you know? You, you truly have respect and value for each other for what, you know, and, and celebrate each other in each other's light, you know, together, you know, you, you make a disco, but individually, <laughs> hopefully, you, you go, your light's going on. So. Hopefully, hopefully without the disco music. <laughs> <laughs> Staying alive. <laughs> but you know, the thing I, I do want to tell people is that Tom and I, actually came to who we were as a couple years and years ago. I did mention it briefly, yes. but I didn't say what it was. And we actually got very clear in the feeling mm. of being connected with other people. Mm -hmm. And so what we say our purpose is in our life or who we are is that we're family in the world. Mm -hmm. And family meaning the connection that we are as human beings. Mm -hmm. And it shapes everything that we do and everything that we create and everything we support people with, right. including sitting down and having dinner together. Mm -hmm. uh, and the thing about creating a purpose and actually acknowledging the, that third energy that exists automatically in any relationship is that uh, when you acknowledge it and give it a form, as we did, we gave it a statement but it represents an energetic experience that we have already. Yeah. So we, now we live in the world being the expression of family. Mm -hmm. And it shapes reality. It shapes how you're creating your life. So we feed that expression power by doing the things that we do. Mm -hmm. And it feeds us individually as people, and it feeds us as a couple being in the world. Right. Right. I mean, clearly you two are doing something right. <laughs> I mean, as I said, not only 49 years, but you know, the way you both work at what you work, you support each other through your work. You are the yin and yang of each other, the balance. And then when you merge together, you know, one, one can feel you can feel the energy and the passion, but I mean, it's just so cute to see you so cuddly there together. You know, I'm, I'm envious. I miss the cuddles. I do. Time to create. I know. It's like, hey, where have I got time for one? But you know, I always say, I'm, I'm open to it. I know. I, I have to just be open to it when it's meant to happen, right? Yeah. And you know, creating doesn't occur in time. Right. Yes, I know. I know. know that. Yeah, I, and for me too, I always seem to meet someone in the universe before they manifest physically. So I haven't had any signatures exactly yet. Right. Yeah. There's a no. vibrational feeling that exists in the mm -hmm. universe when you create it on purpose. Yeah. That now, as you're going out to meet people, as Katumi was speaking about, yeah. either yeah. that vibration matches or it doesn't. Sometimes you don't recognize it initially. Right. Sometimes we're so busy with our to-do list of how that person should be that we don't recognize a person when they're right in front of us. Yeah, if you've made a list mm -hmm. of the perfect partner and you've got down hair color and how he's supposed to look, what he's supposed to make, what he's driving, you know, all that stuff. Okay, if you've done that, throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> don't use that list because yeah. you'll miss everybody else yeah. that you don't have an illusion about. 
Right. So if you're doing that, stop doing it. <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's don't paint the picture of what you visually want. Paint the picture of how you want to feel in someone's yes, presence. Exactly. Exactly you know, exactly for, right. for me, I just, I want to know that basically in trust, I can go into someone's arms and feel at home. Like the two of you are melding together. You're at home together. You know, and just, to, you know, no words, no nothing. Be able to merge together with someone and feel at home. And it's not something I have felt in my life. And it's something I'm very open to feeling. Um, once this COVID has passed, you know, I intend to get out there again. <laughs> Let <Good>. me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As far as um, too busy, mm. there's, there's an old expression, if you want something done, give it to somebody who's too busy to do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's the problem with being a solopreneur. You're wearing all of the hats, and every now and again, your head starts feeling a little wobbly from all of the hats. So. Just stop and get off the wheel for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This weekend, not a happening. I'm not looking at the screen at all. And, and you know, they they're not opening up completely here for us yet. But you know going out for a walk or anything else I need to do that I just need to get out there into the waterfront on my own and I will be doing that um you know and I've always open to meeting people you know it just that connection I love meeting strangers where are you from you know what's going on in life and I love that so it's um I'm very open to that and it's you know somebody's there for me I'm I'm there for them but it, for me my first and most importantly do our energies meet you know Yes. Before anything, do the energies meet? Because um, when, when the energies do meet, it's a beautiful dance, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's why I fell in love with you. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> so, we do so many shows together. You know, that energy just meets and goes, Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> you actually speak our language. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that actually is a point, really, isn't it? It's, it's, it's when, you, when you connect with somebody vibrationally, the language that you speak to one another is understood. Right, and you don't have to yeah. think about it. You just are it. You let it flow. There is no guarding. There is no trying to translate. And when you do meet that person, where you can just let things flow, there is no thought in it. There's just the feeling is coming through. Um, that really is just heavenly, isn't it? It's heavenly. Yeah, you to have a true partnership, you have to stop protecting yourself. Yeah. Because when you're whole in your life, when you know who you are. Um, when, um, when you're being in the world, who you feel you are and doing what it is you're passionate about, there isn't anybody, uh, and I've said this before, there isn't anybody who can take that away. Right. Right. Katumi talks about that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, well, Shelly and I did a show last week on, you know, um, the creativity of sensuality and people thinking sensuality is sexuality, but where it is being in tuned with all of your senses. Uh, yeah. But in relationships, I do know that if you are in tuned with all of your senses, you are exuding a particular energy that is very often misconstrued as sexuality. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, human beings are kind of prone to that evolutionarily. Mm -hmm. Um, but that I think is soon, is soon um, replaced with a true sense of each other. True, 
Yeah, well, it's, it's a way of filtering people out. If they've picked you up sexually, you go, okay, all right, no, I know, I know what dimension you're on. <laughs> you know? And uh, if there's more of you that they want to know, then the door is open, right? So as you said before, you've got to go through the experiences and, and you know, partake and see for yourself if there's a fit or not. It's not just going to be, hallelujah, this is it. You're not going to know if it's it unless you're willing to kind of meet and greet and see if there's a connection. If you're, if you're willing to be open emotionally, mm-hmm. I'll tell you the story of how we got together. I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll kind of demonstrate this. Um, I was staying, my brother lived in Philadelphia. He was, uh, he was a, a dental student with his wife. And I went there one weekend um, and they had, they had met Shelley, my brother and sister, first sister-in-law. They had met Shelley at, um, at a community, at a cook, it was a, cook, a cook, community cooking, cooking class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got along and, and um, she, his wife, no, Shelly said to, to Laura, his first wife, is there another one at home like him, meaning Steve, because Steve is a charmer. <laughs> and is uh, a great brother. I really love him. And she said, is another one like him at home? And, and she said, well, matter of fact, there is. So he set it up to meet a week or two later, whatever it is, and I went to his apartment. And they went out to get, to get pick up Shelly, bring her back, and they were going to all have dinner together. Um, so they came back, and I was sitting on the couch, and my sister-in-law came in the door, followed by Shelly. And she stopped in the doorway for just a moment. She was framed in the doorway. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> It was, it was instantaneous, mm-hmm. the experience I had, uh, my body, uh, my body shuddered and I went, whoa, whoa hello. <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake happening here. <laughs> and, you know, how many months later we were married? We were married nine months later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we when it's married, right, it's we, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. We got, we met each other Valentine's Day weekend and got married on Thanksgiving Day. So the point is that when you're open to the energy, open yeah. to the vibration, then allow that experience to take you. Yeah. Trust if it, right? Trust if it. It's true. Yeah. If it's really true. It'll never be wrong. No. And the thing is, if, if, if you have to question it, is it your own doubt coming in? You know, is it your own fear coming in? Trust the That's feeling. Okay. Trust the feeling and explore where this feeling is going. Yeah. And it's okay to doubt a little bit. So yeah. wait a minute. Let me take a look. But if it's true, it'll be there. Yeah, no doubt, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't need to explain it, validate it, it is. <laughs> no, it doesn't even have to make any sense. Right. Fact, <laughs> it's probably best if it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> well, the universe yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Well, it clearly is looking good on you. I mean, for for what is it 51 years old now you've been married nearly for uh, 49 years you know you're looking really good <laughs> yeah, there jelly right. <laughs> no facebook no nothing there you go there you go no so clearly the love is keeping it's you all love and light exactly exactly <laughs> i need some of that i'm aging so <laughs> so i think that is something that we forgot to mention but i think something we need to go out on laughter if you can't laugh in your relationship, you, you're just going to curl up and die. And it is that laughter is just so important at each other, with each other, over mm-hmm. life, everything. So important. 
I have a good friend who had t-shirts uh, and sweatshirts made up that said, live, love, laugh, and be free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's a time for seriousness, but don't take each other so seriously. You know, that's because that's when you start kind of nitpicking, isn't it? <laughs> that's yeah. when the women start controlling and finding fault with things. Right. Yeah. No, you didn't put the toothpaste up. You didn't put the toilet seat down. Nitpicking, nitpicking. <laughs> right. So yeah. we each bring our own beautiful flavor to the table. And when, when, when that recipe is right, you know, it's, it's right. And, and we just have to be willing to explore through life. And as you said, you know, it, who we are is what we're going to invite. And if you keep inviting disasters, it's because that's what you're reflecting. You know, you're reflecting out what you don't want. And that's what's been invited in. So project out what you do want, how you want to feel, how you want to be able to love someone else. Project that out. And, you know, when the universe and the time is right, it will happen, right? Absolutely. But pay attention to the little signs in life. Very important. Yes, yes, definitely. Well, of course, we can come here to selfdiscoverymedia.com and simply put in doctors, Shelley and Tom Negolo, and they will get all of your shows that we've done together because we've done quite a few now. And we have another one coming up, Tom, next week um, yes. with, with you and Kudumi. And uh, we had you on last week, Shelley, with yes. sensuality and creativity, and we've done leadership of women. But also let people know about your summit, your women's summit, and also your relationship coaching. How do people get hold of you? Well, first of all, uh, the site to reach me is Power of Women Seminars with Shelly Negolo. And I think the name is on the screen. N-E-G-L-L-E-O, uh, right. N-E-G-E-L-O, actually. Right. And Shelly is with an E-Y. Uh, and also, uh, I can be reached at Shelly Negolo at gmail.com. Uh, our uh, next event that Linus Woods Mullins and I are doing uh, is Emergence uh, Encounters Masterclasses. Uh -huh. And that can be gotten at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Emergence Encounter. The uh, uh, the bit.ly account has been changed to an emergence encounter and that will take you right to the page to get all the information that's the beginning of opening yourself up to who you are and also great input into your health and your well-being that mm -hmm. linus gives mm -hmm. it's a profound class classes that we're giving in june right and also tom and i uh tom can be reached at tom negolo at uh, gmail.com uh, and if you're interested in relationship mastery seminars or relationship coaching individually or as couples, uh, we are certainly available for that. I'm certainly available to speak with anyone about the power of woman seminars. Mm -hmm. So I hope okay. that's pretty complete. Of course, and, and the Facebook, Facebook for Tom is uh, Dr. Tom Negolo. Mm -hmm. uh, the other is the voice of unconditional love, which that anyone can sign up to join and that is all the information about Tom his teaching and the ascended master Katumi. and, and you will have many challenges uh, on there right and, and you also have a YouTube uh, as well Tom right that people can see that on as well yes that's uh, dr. dr. Tom Negolo on Facebook 
Yeah. On yes. YouTube? The Voice of Unconditional Love. Yeah. Right. Excellent. And of course, we'll have you back next week where we're going to dive into some more topics, Tom. And, right. you know, so I've really enjoyed this whole series with the two of you. It's lovely to actually have you together because I've been having you individually. So, it, you know, you're, you're proof that what you're doing and what you're teaching works because it's not just two individuals trying to preach their stuff. You no, can see don't. the meld. You can see the meld between the two it, you know it's the, the the two butterflies forming the whole one <laughs> so yeah you are definitely gifu <laughs> <laughs> thank you that is Thanks. really very touching thank <laughs> and thank you for having us today really oh, always a pleasure always a pleasure uh, it's wonderful to have you both of you are such beautiful divine energies but you're also so very grounded and you know you can just you know just feel the love you're both love you know, you love what you're doing. You love each other. You love what your calling is. And it just, it just is. It just is. And that's what's so wonderful. That purposeful, meaningful love energy that comes from both of you. So thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you for you, having sir. us. My pleasure. So folks, if you're in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship, remember the first relationship is with self. Are you being the best you can be for you? Are you good for you? Do you love you? Do you like you? Are you honoring you? This is where it starts. And the more you pour into yourself, the more you'll be able to share with someone else. Stop looking for someone else to fix you, define you, refine you, complete you, complete yourself. And then you will actually find the right energies to be around you and you'll be able to live that life of exuberance that you've been seeking. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.